Welcome back to Kingdom Cast. This is your host, Bad Luck Chuck. We are back at it here with the post game show. Oh man, six years in a row, man. Six years in a row of AFC West dominance. And country is frozen his head like he's shocked about something. <laughs> oh, <No>. well. <laughs> man, your goofy self, dog. Anyway, um, yeah, six years in a row of AFC West dominance, man. Like, you remember all those crazy headlines from earlier in the season? <laughs> the Chiefs were three and four. But Patrick Mahomes is broken. Uh, the Chiefs been figured out. They might not make the playoffs. Yada, yada, yada. Look where we are now. We're still on top of the AFC, number one seed, all that. We're in the driver's seat still. But uh, before we get into all that, let me introduce my people here. Um, top right-hand corner is country's goofy ass. And then uh, the bottom of the screen, I'd like to welcome back our correspondent, Kai Lee. What's up? Get to do our first episode together. So, so yeah, um, 36-10, final score, uh, dominance from start to finish. Andy Reid called a masterful game, probably the best game he's called all season long. Uh, Patrick Holmes, you know, did light work. I uh, believe he threw – it was three touchdowns, right? Two of them, two of them in the Pringle. Two of them in the Pringle. And and what was the other one? Um, uh, Hardman had one. Yep, Hardman. Yep, yeah. it was Hardman. Flight 17 got back in the end zone. Shout out to him. Yep, yep. Uh, but, you know, we had, a, we had an unfortunate <laughs> loss. Clyde Aris-Hilaire, he got a collarbone injury. Uh, they haven't said whether it's broke or not, but it don't look good. But uh, – Derrick Williams and Derrick Gordon, they did a great job running the rock today. So, Tyron had but, a quad injury. Yeah, he had a quad injury at the end. But I think I think Tyron's going to be fine. I think he's going to be fine. So, uh, but with that being said, man, um, let's get to let's get to y'all reactions. Um, let's go, ladies first here, Kylie. Uh, let's get your perspective from um, in regards to the game tonight. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a great game. Again, another comfortable game where I was able to sit back, a little less stressful. Uh, we all needed that, I think, after last game. So that was nice. But overall, it was great to see different players getting into the mix. Um, we saw a lot from Pringle. Uh, we saw a few from Bell, Gray. Uh, you know, Alaire had that first touchdown, like you said earlier. It kind of sucks to see him out. But um, everybody was getting in, and I was concerned going into it, you know, with Hill being back from the COVID list. But then we were out. Kelsey, like, I was like, what are we going to do? How is this offense going to click? And they figured it out. So props to Andy for really coming through with the game plan and getting everyone together. And it definitely shows that we have some depth in our offense. Great to see. So we didn't even need Tyreek Hill today. Like after those two catches, like, you know, Mahomes was spreading that thing around. Everybody was getting theirs. Completely. I think I read that uh, Hill had 19 yards the whole game, which is pretty wild because I think Mahomes ended up with like 258 or something. But yeah. it's pretty wild to think of that he only had 19 yards compared to what he normally does. So. Yeah, but it was like Tyreek, you, you can just basically chill, man. Like, you know, um, and, it's, and it's a great thing because – um, Patrick's going to have to develop chem- chemistry with somebody in this game. Um, you know, we was hoping more so Josh Gordon. Like, Josh Gordon got targeted. He just didn't come up with the, at least two of those opportunities I felt like he could have came up with. Um, but, you know, as long as um, somebody else was able to step up, you know, it's looking like Pringle is starting to try to be starting to be a little more reliable in his offense because we already know he knows how to get it open. I just like to see him get a little more consistent with his hands. But, you know, after that one – but besides that one drop, he balled out tonight. So, he gets a game ball from me. So, Country, what you got for us, man? 
incredible game, we always wondered, uh, we had the big question that uh, who, who would you rather have if you only have one of the two? And, and come to find out, we didn't need neither one of them. So that was amazing. Uh, it's good to see Byron Prinkle come out. Uh, like you said, we wish Josh Gordon would have held on to those balls, but uh, he looked all right. Um, Noah Gray looked all right. Blake Bell had a couple catches. Everybody caught um, something. Uh, Clyde was looking good prior to his injury, and D. Will is, D. Will is, is slowly becoming this double threat running back that we didn't even know we had, and I love it. Uh, Derek Gore, um, we might see a lot of Derek Gore these next couple weeks. It, and I don't want Clyde to be out for a long time, but if Clyde is out for a long time, uh, Derek Gore is going to get a lot of run, and he, he earned a lot of it today. So we'll see how that turns out. But it's two games in a row. What, what, two, three games in a row that the offense is looking like the offense? So that's always a plus. Uh, this game could have went a lot of different ways, but um, basically we were just talking about in the pregame. Ben's pretty much – he's over it. It's, it's, it's just pretty much done. When, when, he, when he doesn't fly his family out to games and this is their first road game in what, his career – it's literally the farewell tour for Big Ben Roethlisberger. So, uh, yeah, yeah that, that's not the way I would want to go out. But, <laughs> yeah, terrible game today. Defense was um, – defense been playing like this for two months now. And how long the defense been playing shut down? They shut them down. I hate that they scored a touchdown. I really wanted to just not have them score a touchdown today, but – I mean, at that point, it was all garbage time anyway, so. Right, yeah. We was both in agreement that the Steelers would get 10 points in this game, and we was dead on, 10 points, you know. I said, on Sunday, I was on Sunday morning quarterbacks earlier today. I said, either the Steelers going to kick three field goals today or they'll get, they'll get 10 points. And I said, Deontay Johnson would probably be the one that scored, and he scored. But. Like you said, it didn't really matter at that point. You know what I mean? Like, we was all in agreement that the defense is going to dominate from start to finish. And just in the very beginning, like, that Steelers' offensive line was just overmatched. Like, they couldn't mm -hmm. get no push whatsoever. We was just bullying them pretty much the entire game. Uh, Najee Harris had one, only one big run the entire game. But then he had, he had, like, a highlight run for a first down for, like, three yards. And that was basically it, you know? Did you hear anything? Did you hear T.J. Watt's name? All day, like he did, he do anything today? Nah, he was he was done. He was kind of struggling with those reels, man. Because I remember he held his reels one time. So yeah, he, he oh. was held in check. Okay, so Clyde got hurt with the collarbone. Cam Hayward, the way he tackles, where he just falls flat on you, is that dirty or not? Because he was doing it all game. I don't know if that's a dirty player. I'm gonna call him a dirty player. Be because I don't follow him like that. But it does look kind of suspect, but I guess – I mean, if that's the way you tackle, that's the way you tackle. I don't, I don't know, but it, it just looks – Look like you want to answer that one, Kylie. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, think, I think it's kind of uh, – I don't know. I think it might be borderline dirty, you know what I mean? Um, like, I haven't really noticed it in, like, comparison to what, like – 
Matt Jew and I be doing out there um, as far as what he does. But um, Hayward, it, it's, it's questionable. I'll say it is questionable. So I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I felt like every time – and you talked about uh, T.J. Watt, and I feel like the only time I heard him was they were like, oh, T.J. Watt's off the field, and then, like, oh, he came back on. So they, like, noted that he wasn't playing for a few or a few plays, but I just felt like we didn't even feel him offensively. I don't feel like he ever had any – had anything on us. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so either. Um, it was really an issue for um, Andrew Wiley over there today. So Andrew Wiley, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to salute him. He did a decent job. You know what I mean? So definitely, it's just a pure, it's just a pure domination game. Like it was, like you said, his feet kicked up, sipping tea, sipping eggnog, whatever you're drinking, and smoking a cigar. Like it was just easy. I, it was no danger of them taking the lead. It was no danger of them coming back in the game. It just was. It just was a regular game, like. You know what I'm saying? Like Tony Romo was arguing that Nicole Hartman scored a touchdown. Like they they were literally bored. Like Pittsburgh right. today. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think that goes back to Ben is pretty much he got what two three more games tops, and then he's gonna walk off into the sunset. And, and I mean he deserves accolades. I, I know it's off the field stuff. You're not gonna get into his off the field allegations or whatever, but. He deserves some respect. He deserves uh, some accolades for how he played for, what, 15, 17 years or whatever. But, I mean, he, he should retire, like, right now, like, at the press conference. Like, I'm done. That's it. Two more games and I'm out of here. Because I don't know what that was today, but that, that definitely wasn't Steelers football. That's definitely not what we – used to. I expected him to make some kind of run in the second half. Mm -hmm. And it just nah, it was nothing. <laughs> like, no. I'm it definitely felt yeah. yeah, same. It definitely felt like they just kind of rolled over. And I mean, but our defense dominated. We had an interception like almost immediately. And then I think two other turnovers after that that we'd forced a fumble recovery with Jaron Reed at the end of the game there too. So it was just like dominating all day. And they just, it felt like they gave up after that second half or in the second half. So I was so proud of our defense though. They came out with energy. They came out dominating. They came out to prove a point. And then I feel like that just took so much pressure off the offense immediately. And that's what I think we've been, we've been waiting for is for the defense to take that pressure off the offense and for Patrick to not feel that pressure to just come out and score. And then guess what? They're scoring anyway. So it's almost like, okay, that pressure has been lifted. Our offense can finally click without feeling like they're pressing. So I loved it. Both sides of the ball couldn't be, couldn't be happier. I did not feel threatened one bit in this game. Not, mm -hmm. not one time. Like even when the second half started, I said, man, this team ain't coming back, man. Like they're, they're done. Like Ben really looked like he was ready to go home. He's definitely ready to go home at this point in his career. So, yeah, like, shout out to the defense. Defense, they did what they were supposed to do, you know, take advantage of some weak trenches. Uh, they was able to get pressure. They was able to stop the run. And, and that was it, man. Like, the defense has been on for a very long time now. Like, ever since when the team was 3-4, and four, ever since we was talking about them making these slight adjustments, like these simple slight adjustments, uh, things have been clicking. 
And like even we even saw Dorian Daniel got in the game and he and he uh put a good hit on Chase Claypool and then everybody on time was like there's gotta be something as to why Dorian's not getting them many opportunities on defense. Cause I'm cause look, Jeff Allen, he tweeted he would like to uh, see Dorian O'Daniel out there for meaningful defensive snaps. I'm like, dog, we've been saying this for years with Dorian O'Daniel. So <laughs> And Armani Walls. Mm. Yep, him too. So it is what yeah, it is, and, man. And you know, Bolton was out and I was a little worried about that, but didn't really I mean, he's a great player, won him back, but I feel like other guys stepped up and it's just a next man up kind of thing and our defense still killed it. It was awesome. Yeah, I was not worried one bit because um, I said that Hitch was going to step up again uh, today just because he's a veteran. You know what I mean? He's been around been around the block for a long time. So, like, even though Nick Bolton was our best run stuff in linebacker, I knew Hitch was going to be able to fill the role pretty well and do a decent enough job. You know what I mean? So. What made some flashes today? Oh, oh Ben. Oh, Ben Neiman made some flash plays today. Too. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> he showed up. He showed up. <laughs> Dang, you got to mention him when he do stuff like that, bro. That's your nemesis. <laughs> now, hey, listen, man. Like, Ben Neiman in the spot role has actually been decent the past few weeks. I, I'm not going to lie on here. Isn't it amazing when you put people in spot spot roles and you really play to their strengths, how better they play? A la exactly. Ben Neiman, a la Dan Sorensen. See, see how that works? Sorensen's been yep. playing well. It's been great. Yeah. Big Sorensen fan again. All you know, yeah. they're like all Chiefs Kingdom been changing their mind on Sorensen. We he's been playing great. We never weren't fans of Sorensen. He just wasn't used in the proper way. When you use him in the proper way, this is what happens. These are the results. You can't play him ninety-five snaps. It's just not going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you play him 30, 35. He's going to excel in that. So, yeah, the man's not a full time player. You know what I mean? If you put him in a full time player role, um, you're putting yourself in danger. And like me and Country and Boogie, we were saying it for weeks. Like when he was out there playing full time, I was like, all right, man, we, we need to get over this Juan Thoriel stuff, get him back in the starting lineup, uh, limit Dan Sorensen's role, and we'll be straight. And then now, on top of that, you know, we got Melvin Ingram on the team now. Melvin Ingram, you may not have saw it in the stat sheet, but. He was productive out there, you know what I mean? He 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 seemed like he won most of his battles against whoever he was lined up against today. Yeah, that what was that yeah. fourth round? It was like fourth and one or whatever. Mm. Like he was all over that. Like, oh, you know what? Stop trying to run screenplays on LeJarius Sneed. They don't work. Just, oh, it's done no. with. It's no. done with. No. It's done with. Like he has He's all over instincts. It. His mm-hmm. instincts are so incredible, man. Like the dude just he just attacks the ball like on every play. If he sticks out another wide receiver screen for a four yard loss, like I'm gonna drop, bruh. <laughs> like stop running that play towards him. Look at Boogie, the hostage. Is that the new nickname for? Oh, that's what we call him. The is hostage? that the new nickname for Snee? The hostage. I don't know. We might need to work on that one, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm about to double check that one. Sure. <laughs> I feel like I feel like with Snead and Ingram, they both bring so much more intensity. Like once we got Ingram, I felt like the whole attitude or swagger of the defense kind of shifted. And I feel like even though they're not in there with statistically, like you said on the stat sheet, they're in there with the intensity and they're just revving everybody up and it just brings a whole this defense to a whole nother level. 
Yeah, because Chris and Frank and, and Jaren Reed all boosted their value once uh, Melvin Ingram got here. Like, mm -hmm. playing Reed quietly after we was putting them on the milk cart and see that. He's quietly been having games ever since. Like, ever since we declared him missing in action, he's been showing up, making big plays. He had the big play against uh, the Raiders. He had the big play tonight. You know what I'm saying? So, why do we keep getting, like, uh, crazy stuff in the comments? Like, are we – yeah, okay, you blocked it before I did. Um, I mean, it really was – I mean, let's be honest. It was kind of a boring game. <laughs> yeah. It's really not much to talk about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The defense played great. The offense looked like the offense. The Chiefs won. We can we can discuss maybe the kicker. Um <laughs> see he had he had a moment. He had a moment or two, but then he redeemed himself. He settled down. You know, he made three field goals today. Yeah, oh, so. That's so, yeah. why he called them the hostage because of what Okay. All right, Boog, you, you might got a point. My bad, bro. I apologize. <laughs> so I'll say this for feeling feel for feeling, you know, Fry, he did he did his job. You know what I mean? For feeling replacement figure. Despite in spite of misses, he redeemed himself, you know. Um, but um, you know, we let's talk about the significance of what's currently what's going on ever since Andy Reid has took over as the Chiefs head coach. I mean, Andy Reid, he may be frustrated at times, but he's still one of the best coaches in the National Football League at the end of the day and one of the best coaches in NFL history. Um, ever since he came here, you know, we, we won this division six times in a row. Um, he has yet to not go over his win total. Like, you know, you know, preseason projections when the Chiefs are projected to win a certain amount of games. Andy Reid has gone over that every year ever since he took over as the Kansas City Chiefs head coach. Um, so I'm, I think it's time to really put some respect on his name. He may only have one Super Bowl, but he's finally getting to that point where, you know, we, we're in a position now where we can go back to another Super Bowl for a third year in a row, and he may win two out of three, and that's going to boost his legacy up even more. It's just up to the guys to just continue to lock in and continue to do what they do. Um, so let's talk about that for a sec. Um, country, like, let what the significance of what's going on in this organization, man. You know, let's hear from your perspective in regards to that. He changed the 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 culture of Kansas City football. Like we were always a good team. We won. We, we were like one of the winningest teams of the nineties. Uh, it kind of got rough in two thousands. Um, well, it definitely got rough in the 2010s. But you know what I'm saying? We we are always a decent team. Um, Alex got us to to a point where we were a competing team, and then Patrick pushed us over to we were we are a championship team. You know what I'm saying? We we always gonna be in the running for uh, the Super Bowl. We're always gonna be the favorite. Uh, we're division favorite six in a row. Nobody's done that before. Um, it changed the entire culture of of Kansas City. You know what I'm saying? Kansas City is is a destination now in the NFL. Like, there's no free agents, like, clamoring to get to Kansas City. You only clamor to get to Kansas City when you're trying to get that last payday. But now you come to Kansas City to win. 
You know what I'm saying? You be chasing Super Bowls when you come to Kansas City now. So you got to thank Andy for that. You know, shout out to Clark Hunt for mm-hmm. jumping on that plane and going to get him and not allow not allowing him to end up in Arizona. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I mean, you just got to take your hat off to Andy Reid, man. He's he's one of the he's top two, top top three in the league of head coaches. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. If he wins, if we win the Super Bowl this year, it's unanimous. He's a first ballot. As soon as he walk off retirement, just go ahead and put him in the hall. We don't have to wait for five years. Just go ahead and put him in there. He's in there. You know what I'm saying? So, um, definitely. Uh, do you even remember Andy Reid being in Philadelphia now? It's hard. It feels like it feels like forever ago. <laughs> I still do. You know what I mean? He did some things up in Philly. He just he just came up short quite a bit, but he was getting them there. He was he was right there. He just couldn't quite get over the hump. But now in Kansas City, you know what I mean? I feel like he can get over the hump, you know, a little more this time around, you know, especially with uh, number 15 back there under the controls and offense and, you know, then you got Spagnolo. He's a solid defense, defense coordinator, you know, as long as you got the right pieces around him, you know, his, his scheme still works. Yeah. And I think, I think, no, I think just going to say to add to what you're saying, completely agree about that. Everything you were saying with uh, through the decades and everything, but I think the culture that they have here with the players has also gotten so much stronger. And I've, I feel like we had a great, we've always had a great culture as the Chiefs, but I just feel like he's got a really great relationship with them. He's got a great relationship with the coaching staff. And I think that spreads through the entire organization. And I just think that speaks volumes to the players who want to stay here, that want to come here. And I feel like, I don't know, it's just really great to see them all on the sidelines. They all get along. And I know that he speaks highly of them. They speak highly of him. So it's just great to see that relationship. Yep, definitely. Um, now, I also want to uh, say, I want to say, hold on, I want to say, okay, as Clinton said that he was first ballot regardless, which which I agree with. I think that he's unanimous. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like there's gonna be no doubt about it. You know what I'm saying? He has to go in. That's that's what I'm saying when I say he's first ballot. But of course he's first ballot. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah, definitely, without a doubt. So, uh, so yeah, we definitely appreciate what Andy Reid has done here for this organization, and um, we'll see how long he we'll see how long he keeps coaching. Like, we don't really know when he's gonna stop, but we got a good thing going here. So, um, but now that we have locked up the division for the sixth year in a row, let's talk about the rest of these teams that are still in the hunt in the division as far as getting the playoffs. Uh, the Chargers, uh, they got upset by the Texans, man. They charged it up, man. The, 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 when when, the when yeah. you least expect it, they always charge it up, man. They always doing some Chargers stuff, man. You know, people was giving Brandon Staley all this praise just because he was super aggressive and going for it, and, and it didn't work. <laughs> but today, you lay an egg against the Texans. Like, I don't care if you missed a few guys. You should still be able to beat the Houston Texans. The Texans, they mm-hmm. battling for a draft position right now. And you getting your ass beat like that. And then you got the Raiders. They pulled out a win against Denver. So are we sure that the Chargers still going to make the playoffs? Or are they going to choke at the end? It's going to come out to the Raiders and Chargers to maybe get in that seventh seed. 
I mean, I'd be fine. I would rather see the Raiders in the playoffs than the Chargers, personally. So uh, if it's between the two and then Raiders again, I'd be totally fine with that. Um, I don't know. I think I'm looking closer to the Bills and the Colts and seeing what's going on there, seeding-wise. I think those are the two teams, if I'm looking at the playoffs, that I would like us to avoid. Um, the Bills are built to beat us, only us, <laughs> it feels like. And then you see... I don't know. The Colts just look unpredictable. I mean, I think they got a good thing going right now. So as far as playoffs go, these other teams that are in the hunt, those are the ones I'm kind of trying to stay clear of. It seems like every week uh, teams are removing their fear. I mean, my fear of them every week. It's like, man, uh, man I don't want to play the Colts. And then they do something and then you're like, okay, I'm good on the Colts. I don't want to play the Bills, and then they, eh, okay, I can be, we can beat the Bills. I don't want to play the Patriots. Eh, okay, yeah, we can do the Patriots. Like they were moving fear every week. Like I'm not scared of no team right now. So no there's team no team in the playoffs. You would like to avoid if you had to pick one, or there's just no one you think. Um, maybe Tennessee. That might be Tennessee. Might if Derrick Henry comes back, but. I'm not. I'm not frightened of uh, Ryan Tannehill. The Bills. I think if the Bills come to Kansas City, we owe them one. So mm -hmm. that kind of removes their fear. Um, Patriots don't have enough to. They don't have enough. Um, <laughs> if Pittsburgh makes it, they're ready to go home. Uh, the Ravens are 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 tumbling. Like who who. I'm like, who are you really scared of right now? Only team that can beat the team, only team that can beat us is the Chiefs. That's it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like, I don't fear none of these AFC teams right now. But like you said, um, my Tennessee ten Titans agenda is alive and well because I did say that people were sleeping on them before the season started. I said a defense is going to be better than what people think. That's happened. Um, and, like, the offense was going to be – a bit better, you know. They they was kind they kind of stumbled a little bit, you know. Derek Herring went down, but it looked like trying they trying to figure things out again. You know, you, they they just got AJ Brown back. AJ Brown had a monster game just at time, um, and and like that that's like the only team really because I think they I think besides us they probably like the second most complete team in the AFC in my opinion if Derek Henry comes back. Um, True. Other than that, other than that, like. The Buffalo Bills, I'll give them credit today. Like, Josh Allen, for three quarters, I was not moved. But in the fourth quarter, he showed up big. He made some big-time throws. I would give credit to Josh Allen, but I still don't fear him, fear him in the playoffs, man. I think we could beat them. The Colts, they got a good thing going. They got they got strong trenches on both sides of the ball. But I think if we face them and we slow down Jonathan Taylor just enough, in which I believe we can, um, that's going to play in our favor because I just don't believe that Carson Wentz can go on the road and make big-time throws like that. Um, that's just me. And then, like, earlier today, I had a discussion with Ron Cobb Jr., Arrowhead Pride, you know, friend of the show, shout out to him, and Dirk, his Dirkness. Uh, we was talking about these teams. And, like, they was talking about Cincinnati Bengals, you know, and they, they weapons and they young um, receiving core and Joe Mixon and all that. But I'm like – the inexperience is going to kick in for them, honestly, because this will be the first time the Bengals have been in the playoffs in, in a while. 
and they still haven't advanced in the playoffs since 1991. So, like, I think as long as if we do play them in the playoffs, as long as our front four or our front seven is doing their job, Joe Burrow is will is going to turn the ball over some. Like, as good as he is, he is he can he can turn the ball over. So, like, um, and then the Patriots, they got a good coaching staff, but Matt Jones is a rookie, like. We, we he's won in college before, but this is different. It's the NFL. It's a faster game, and in the playoffs, the game speed picks up a bit. So, like, I think we if we get ahead of them, I think we'll be all right. So, that's just how I feel about the other AFC teams. I don't really fear them like that. I don't know. I feel like the Bengals are a little uh, inconsistent, and as for the Titans, like I totally get, if Henry comes back, they're definitely gonna be stronger. But I feel like we owe them one. Same thing with the Bills. Like, they put oh, it yeah. on us. I don't – I just don't think we're going to let that happen again. So, I think yeah. I would – yeah, I would welcome the Titans over the Colts, definitely. Although, I don't really trust Wentz, honestly. Um, Jonathan Taylor, like you said, if we can slow him down, I think that would be – I think we could handle that, no problem. Yeah. Once you stop Taylor's, that puts – if you put all the pressure on Wentz, then – He's going to give you one or two or three. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna, uh, we don't trust him in his decision-making capabilities. Uh, like, Mac, Mac Jones is not ready. So, I'm, the, I'm not worried about him. He's, he's been exposed a little bit these last couple of weeks. Uh, the Bills were kind of beat to beat us. But, like I said, we owe them one. Because mm-hmm. they already won that Super Bowl back in week five. So, it'll be nothing. Plus... Let's not discount the Arrowhead advantage. Right. Like, we've been kicking kicking ass at Arrowhead. Our defense been killing it at Arrowhead. They haven't given up more than 10 points, right? So, actually, it was like single digits until he scored that last touchdown. Baker, you got to make that tackle, baby. Come on, now. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Um, so, yeah, I mean – not disrespecting any team, they of course every NFL team is scary. I'm just not scared of them. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the way Kansas City playing, they playing like the best team in the league right now. Like, um, who on the NFC are you scared of? Are you scared of Green Bay? No, no. <laughs> Tampa Bay is losing some good guy every game. I'm not. Yeah. Not worried about them. Um, Arizona's. Yeah, they, 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 they might not make the playoffs now. Oh, yeah. They're in a bad position. They're in a bad spot right now. Yeah. Clinton, what's so scary about the Packers besides Aaron Rodgers? Of course, Aaron Rodgers. But if you can put somebody on De- Devontae Adams and cover Devontae Adams, is the, are the Packers really that scary? I mean, I mean, let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? I think our secondary can handle the Packers. I'm not scared of the glorified regular season quarterback. I'm just not. I'm really not. And we know what he know what it is. And we know what he who he is in January, dog. We know who he is in January. Like when you need him to get there, he's gonna fold. You know what I mean? But you know, with great with Tampa Bay injury report getting a little long. He may have a better shot, but I still don't trust him. I still don't trust him in January. And then all these other NFC teams, like, you know, Dallas, they got somewhat of a shot. I don't fear them either. 
they got talent, but I don't fear them. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, look, none of these teams, none of these teams in the AFC, they're going to come to Arrowhead and beat us. That's just how I feel right now. And there's no disrespect to other, the other AFC teams because they can play us tough at any time. But I feel like, you know, Patrick Mahomes has proven in the second half of the season, he has adjusted. You know what I mean? He started to look more like the, the complete quarterback that mm-hmm. we was accustomed to seeing before. And that's um that's danger for all these other teams in the AFC. So now you can't really play that shell coverage like like how you normally could earlier in the season because he's figured out the patience. You know what I mean? He's starting to be patient. He's starting to take his check downs. You know what I'm saying? He's starting to take the layups more often. And so, you know, as long as everybody continues to be healthy, I mean, who's going to beat us? Honestly, who's really going to beat us? And you know what? Y'all had y'all chance. Everybody in the league had their chance to distance themselves from Kansas City. Let's kick them while they down. Don't let them get up. Don't let them get their confidence back. Y'all let all that happen. So this is the results. Y'all had, we was three and four. We was broken. They, they, They were figured out. Hadn't been exposed. Andy Reid is old. He's still thinking about his son. Eric Bieniemy can't call plays for real. Uh, Spags needs to be fired. Brett Beach is an idiot who can't draft. Y'all had y'all chance. Y'all had all year. What did y'all do? You didn't take advantage of it. And, and now look at you. Because we back now. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing you can do. You couldn't beat us before. You couldn't beat us when we were down. How you going to beat us when we back? Yeah. And we're hungry now. Y'all had your opportunity. Y'all should have took advantage of it. Y'all didn't. And now look at you. There's no something to train now. The train is wrong. Yeah. And I feel like once we get to playoffs, we've got that bad taste in our mouth from last year. It just goes up. Yep. Yep. Okay. The playoffs is Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter and overtime versus the Chargers. That's him for the entire playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's going to go up. Like, he's not going to get worse in the playoffs. Like, what are you talking about? He really going to be where he really going to be on you. And then, like, y'all had, yeah. y'all, tennis. y'all had your opportunities and y'all squandered them. You know what I'm saying? So, Get out of the way. The train is coming through. Yeah, and I want to talk about this real quick because I feel like there were so many haters who were like, oh, well, Patrick can't do anything, can't do anything without Hill and Kelsey. And tonight he proved that that's not true. And (laughs) Didn't even need Tyreek. He didn't even need Tyreek, man. No. He moved the ball around so and still had three touchdowns and 258 yards. And, yeah, so let's not. Now, with that performance, did Patrick Mahomes creep up in the MVP race just a little bit? I was just about to ask that. I was just about to ask that. You got to – yeah. You got to kind of put it back in the conversation. You you got to. It's no – Yeah. He's still over, what, 4,000 yards? Man, I looked at Tyreek. I didn't know Tyreek had like 100 catches already. Like, No, he been getting peppered with targets all season long. They're going to give it to Aaron Rodgers. I agree with Clinton. It's probably going to be Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. What does that mean to me? 
Right. Exactly. They they gonna give it to him. I think Aaron Rodgers, he pretty much gonna have it on lock, man. You know what I mean? Like I think it's pretty much predetermined at this point. Um, the Packers they still got the best record in the league. You know, Rodgers is putting up the numbers. You know what I mean? I give him that. And I already said like in the regular season he's dope. He's dope. But when it but when it comes to that time, he's gonna eventually fold. <laughs> I, and I rather have a I rather have a Super Bowl than MVP. <laughs> Yeah. MVP is cool, but I mean, but Pat, we were at three and four, and and Pat is having the worst year of his career. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, now the worst, the worst. Now they're eleven and four. Right. I mean, that should be at least worth fifteen votes. <laughs> yeah, no interceptions. No interceptions tonight. Right. No interceptions. Right. When's the last time he threw an interception? It's been a while. It's been a while, hasn't it? Actually, he did throw oh, one against the Chargers, though. The Chargers. He threw one against the Chargers. He threw one against the Chargers, but, you know, that was just oh, a great play did. by that defense. This dude made a play. So, yeah, he made an incredible play. So. Aaron Rodgers not throwing – how many touchdowns does Aaron Rodgers have? Um, more I think y'all – Pack up more touchdowns than he does, though. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna double check that real quick. No, I wish uh, I wish Kyle was in here. Kyle's always got the stats ready to go. But yeah, I mean it's gonna be interesting. He's definitely made a case today. And if they go out after Cincinnati performance today, if they go out and crush Cincinnati like they did the Pittsburgh today, which they won't, they won't. But if they if he puts up another three hundred and two three touchdowns, I mean, come on, man. I really want to. I really want to wrap the division. I really want to wrap the mm-hmm. AFC next week. I wish we could win, and then and business take care of itself, so we don't even have to play starters versus Denver. But what would need? Don't the tech or the Titans need to lose, right? And then we would need to win, and then yeah, would that would that do it? Who the Titans yeah. play? They I got they got Texans, they got my the Miami, they got Miami, and then the Texans. Oh, never mind. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. Miami, I think, I think, Miami, Miami can do it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think Miami, yeah, Miami. I think Miami got a shot next week. They did. I, it, I really see. do. They did yeah, it Miami normal. They normally pull through for us, so maybe they'll, maybe they'll, they'll beat the tie. Yeah, maybe they'll do it again. Yeah. Yep. We got to win, but yeah. Yeah. Since he, since he gonna show up, they not ready yet, but they gonna show up, and him. Yeah, they they will, they will, but I still think we beat them by double digits, man. Like, I like I'm not to get too far, not to get to the game too far, cause we gotta say that for the next episode. But I just I just think that I just think the inexperience gonna kick in for the Bengals, man. Like you saw today, Joe Burrow. I mean, shout out to him. He put up the numbers. I think he put up like the fifth most passing yards in NFL history today for a game. Uh, he got his touchdowns. You know, the receiving core eight. Joe Mixon eight. But the Ravens got a practice squad out there on defense right now. So I expected him to go crazy today. So, so now let's see what he does against a, a healthy defense, a defense that's playing like near the top, if not the top defense in the league. Right now. 526 yards. That's just... <laughs> you know, it's not going to be that. My thing. That's just my thing. So. And then, uh, I mean, the guys that we get back, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
we're not even playing at 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tyreek clearly wasn't 100% today, I don't think. You know what I'm saying? But his 80% is a another guy's 100%. But And then Travis wasn't even there. You know what I'm saying? I, I love that the everybody got together and, and, and stepped it up. You know what I'm saying? And then we just got to keep stepping it up, bro. Um, yeah. We I haven't seen the injury report on Clyde Clinton, but hopefully he didn't break it. If he break it, he he's done. You know what I'm saying? So can you block this guy? Well, this is a Twitch. Advertisements in the comments, bro. Like I don't know what we're doing wrong or what we're doing right. But. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. But anyway, um. I just looked up. I just looked it up. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he got a two touchdown lead on Mahomes. Mahomes got thirty-one. Rodgers got thirty-three. TDs. So, well, uh, how many interceptions does Rodgers have right now? He only has four. 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 Yeah, that's it. Yep, just four. It's pretty good. <laughs> Nobody yeah. said Rodgers wasn't good. <laughs> right? No, no. Right. Right. I just didn't realize it was so low. I didn't realize he only had four. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what he does. That's what he does. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, he, he's always had a great TD interception ratio. Um, I know part of it is due to him throwing the ball out of bounds quite often. Like sometimes he'll give up on a play, and he just didn't ha- and he didn't give it a chance to develop long enough, in my opinion. But you know, it is what it is. I mean, he's still a good player. You know what I mean? He's great talent and all that. But that's not a that's not a guy I would want, you know, to get me to the Super Bowl. So. Right. Man, I'm so psyched off that win right now. I'm like, <laughs> blood's pumping. Let's go. I'm ready for playoffs. I'm ready for playoffs. Yeah, I'm ready I'm for Cincinnati. You. Hey, if you didn't, <laughs> if you didn't uh, last, uh, last episode we had Jason Dunn. Go back and watch that. Uh, interview, man. I, I think that was. A, I think we did a great job with that. I, and he gave us a lot of, a lot of, a lot of history, a lot of jokes, a lot of, a lot of facts, a lot of good talk. So go check that interview out if you haven't. So you know what's so fly, Looney? You're right because I've got um, you know, these stats don't, these stats don't be updating like right away. So um, so he does have the same amount of touchdowns as Aaron uh, Rodgers. I know Aaron Rodgers is updated, so yeah, they tied. They tied in touchdown passes, both with thirty-three. Patrick okay. got like Patrick got nine more interceptions. That thirteen, yeah, over, over eight thousand yards. On the receivers, <laughs> how many yards? Exactly. Exact. <laughs> how many yards? Uh, so he 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 been across the yards though. Pat got over four thousand, right? He's at four thousand. Yeah, yeah, he's uh he's close to like forty-three hundred now. In the passing yards category, so. he gonna finish with over forty-five, probably forty-seven. It's a nice year, man. Yeah, that's pretty we good for a thousand, I think, for our bold predictions. So that's not bad. That's pretty good for a broken guy, <laughs> right? He's broken, Matt <laughs> Hardy. Deletion, delete. <laughs> <laughs> Only my rascal fans gonna get that. Right. Shoot, <laughs> <laughs> man. So, uh, game balls. Who's your game ball going to today? Uh, Byron Pringle, easy, man. 
Uh, mm-hmm. First career, first career two touchdown game for him. Stepped up big time. So Byron Pringle gets my game ball. Uh, you took mine. You took mine. But uh, we can give we can each give him one. But I'll say uh, Snead as well. I'm gonna give a game ball to Snead just because he, <laughs> coming back after the tragedy that he just faced and to come back with intensity and be ready to play. So I'm I'm gonna give my game ball to him. Man. Y'all took both of my guys. So I'm going to go with Derek Gore then. I think Derek Gore, he brings a lot of energy, a lot of juice. It just looked different when he running. I don't know. It's nothing. And I'm not I'm not uh, piling on Clyde or nothing, but D-Will and Derek Gore, that combination just seems to work. And, and I want, I'm curious to see what they do next week with it. So, um. Man, this guy Trey Dees has got another pick, man. <laughs> really? That dude's just been balling in, in Dallas this year. Uh, sorry, sorry to answer, sorry to interrupt that. <laughs> but <laughs> but with that with that being said, man, do y'all got anything else before we get up out of here? AFC West champs six. Yeah, six yeah. in a row. Six things in a row, man. You know what Feels I'm saying? good too. <laughs> Feels hey. so good. Y'all give y'all a chance. Why y'all didn't take advantage? Um, it's, it's your true. fault. Don't be mad at us. It's your fault. <laughs> you can't be on our level if you're losing to the Texans, bro. I'm sorry. You can't. You can't. It's true. And they came back, and they're stronger than ever right now. So it's fun hey, to watch. Y'all. I love watching this team right now. So hey, we, we don't waste our money on divisional shirts. That's for clowns. That's, a, that's for I, I think we passed it. I think we've been past yeah. that now. You know what I mean? That's divisional shirts. I take one because they do look nice. I seen them. <laughs> oh, you dang. They are nice shirts. Dang, you nah, saw them already? I'm not buying that. <laughs> we only buy Super Bowl shirts around here. We're a Super Bowl caliber team. That's all we celebrate, bro. That's all yeah, we, we celebrate. Do. We do if it's like super super discounted, then okay. But <laughs> other than that, Charles, we passed that. Charles passed gonna that. buy his in 2023. All right, it's on sale. What do you want me to do? I'm like, why not? <laughs> Authentic but, jerseys and Super Bowls. That's all we do. That's all we yeah. celebrate. Yep, that's it. Um, oh, but um, but I want to say I want to say this. I want to say this too. I want to say this too. They said all these doggone quarterbacks was better than Patrick Mahomes. They like they really <laughs> try to prop up Josh Allen and Justin Herbert and Joe Lamar. Burrow. Yes, Lamar's not Lamar. better than Patrick either, but he wasn't getting propped up like how those other three were. Tyler. They just needed Tyler, something to talk Tyler. about. Mac yeah, Jones. Mac Jones. Oh, oh stop! <laughs> <laughs> Don't even joke on that. Yeah, right. No. They don't even trust him to throw it. This was y'all year, bro. Like, y'all ruined it. Be mad at yourself. If you're mad at the Chiefs today because your team is not either not in the playoffs or falling behind, be mad at your own team. They had a chance. We were three and four in a laughing stock. We were a joke on late night with David Letterman. And y'all had y'all chance. Or Jimmy Farrell or or Colin, whoever. Um, y'all had your chance. 
Okay. Y'all ruined it. Y'all squandered it. So be mad at yourself. Be mad at your front office. Yeah, shout out to a great shout out to Gray Rosenthal, man. This dude had Patrick Mahomes as the ninth best quarterback in his rankings at one point this season. Shout out to you, sir, because you look like an idiot now. We appreciate <laughs> the motivation. Shout out to Jeffrey Chardia, because he's gonna have something to say with his haters. I know he's gonna say something crazy tomorrow. It's it's gonna be an excuse of why you know what I'm saying? Y'all had your chance. Y'all had your chance. Y'all squandered it, y'all ruined it, y'all blew it. And now we back where we belong. So don't get mad at us, be mad at yourself. Look in the mirror tonight and be mad at yourself. Be mad at yourself. <laughs> Simple there as you that. go. Yeah. <laughs> be mad so that, at yourself. <laughs> so that's going to conclude another episode of... <laughs> That's going to conclude another episode of Kingdom Cast. I like everybody, I thank everybody for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share all your social media platforms. I'd like to thank Kylie for coming back on with us. Kylie! So shout, shout out to my country. And Boogie, continue to get well soon, my guy. You know, can't wait to have you back, brother. Until the next episode, we out of here, people. AFC West Champs, six in a row, baby. Hey, yo, right. Boogie, drink that. Drink that tea and get well, man. We'll see you next week. Put some big side on the tea. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>